Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, 15 minutes are on the timer, and the subject is first jobs. Do you remember what your first job was, Flav? Yes, Woolworths. Um, It was 1996. It was about a month before I got my national insurance card, and my mum had drilled into me from a very young age that I work. If I want money, I work for it. And quite thankful for that, because I've never not had a job or never not had a, a stable income. Throughout my entire life, I've always been employed. I've got a funny story about how I left Woolworths, which I'll come on to. But um, yeah, Woolworths, when I was I was 15, uh, I was paid £2.67 an hour, which was below minimum wage, but I wasn't of the legal working age. I was coming into the legal working age, so they, they really stuck it to you. £2.67 an hour it was. Yeah, so mine was at B&Q, um, and I got paid a lot more. I, I, the reason I worked at B&Q was because it was the best payer of all the like retail jobs in the area. And basically what that meant was all the kids in my year at school wanted to work there. So it was quite... Um, like they, they had to actually turn people down because they were getting so many people applying for jobs. So I got I got chosen. I was one of the chosen few, and I loved it. I loved work at B and Q. So many good stories. But I want to hear about um, Woolworths. What what did you do for them? Uh, well, firstly, I was just a sales assistant, so I'd literally just stand on the the till, stand behind the till, and um, scan stuff that people wanted. Uh, and then if they let me off the till, then I was allowed to stock shelves uh, or or bring. Uh, goods down from the st- the warehouse. Eventually, I, I worked my way up to the record desk. That was that was the dream job in Woolworths. It was the record desk where you dealt with only entertainment and lottery tickets. Those were all you had to worry about. And it was it was more interesting and not more interesting because it was movies and and, and CDs and stuff. No, it's because it added the extra element of having to turn around and find the CDs, put it in the case before selling it, and that extra element. Engage the brain in a new way, where it's meant that for four hours of sitting on the till, it was a slight variant to your work, um, which which was good. Um, and then I worked my way up to designated sales assistant, which is someone who can do refunds and uh, exchanges, and you you get to have, have a different badge. <laughs> now, the, the thing about the badges, Wendy, right, <clears throat> is um, that Woolworths the, the, the manager couldn't be bothered to make up the badges for everybody so they had to send the names to Woolworths HQ they would send the badges back it's a very convoluted way of doing it but they were special badges because the name was sort of embossed or or engraved on this sort of um, plastic 
in chrome badge. So, but everyone had to have a badge. It wasn't acceptable to go down without a badge. So what they asked, what they, they decided to do is just take any badge. It doesn't matter. Now, the war I worked in was multicultural. Right? There were people from all ethnicities with all kinds of names. Uh, the name, I had two name badges. And this is not a lie. I guarantee you I, did, I had two name badges and they were these two names. Mohammed <laughs> and Babu. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I would wear Babu, right? Because I'm definitely not a Mohammed. So I'd wear Babu and people would go, that's a really strange name. I was like, yeah. And it, is it Swedish? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, there was already a Babu there and he was walking around with the name Babu. Why were there well. two Babu badges? Because they, they sent off for him because he was sort of senior. He was a senior sales assistant. So they, he needed a, his own badge. And I think that the previous regime actually got the badges sorted. But when I was there, I was with a, a guy called Bob, who really didn't give a shit. Ginormous man. <laughs> um, and uh, he, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he didn't care. So I, there were two baboos on the floor. One was very white, uh, Caucasian, uh, uh, Englishman from, from North London, and the other one was Sri Lankan. Wow. And but he, yeah, he was a nice guy. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, that was that was uh, that was that was that. Really. Should I tell you about my uh, experience of B and Q? Please. B and Q was um, it was almost like two different places of work for me because I used to do a Thursday night five until eight, and then I would do Saturdays all day. And a bit of Sunday as well. But the Thursday night meant you were working with the, the weekday crew. So these were people who worked at B&Q full time. That was their job. That was their that was their nine to five. That was their bread and butter. And then on the weekend, completely different set of staff. So this was like the people in my year at school, uh, people from local schools. Everyone was like under 18. Lots of um, silly banter and stuff. But the, um, the, the, the Thursday evening was when you kind of got to ingratiate yourself a little bit. So I had uh, I had Sue and Maureen, who were my... Were my uh, they were kind of my mentors. Uh, Sue and Maureen <laughs> trained me on how to use the tills. Till one was the customer service till, where, like you say, you could do refunds and exchanges. And if you got to be on till one, you felt like the bee's knees. That was, that was big dog territory. Um, so I wasn't often on till one. I, I'd like to go on till two, because that would be backing on to Sue, who was normally on till one. And uh, she was she was great fun. Um, then at the weekend, it was it was carnage. So basically, everyone would try and avoid being on the till because <clears throat> there were much more fun things to be doing. So, for example, if you were working in the garden centre at the back, which was which was great, you got to water the plants, massive bonus. But you also yeah. regularly had to carry uh, compost bags to, to people's cars for them. And what that meant is it opened up the possibility of getting tips. So you'd kind of you'd linger around the compost and um and wait for a kind of a sweet old lady to come along and say oh do you, do you need any help with your do you need any help with your shopping there and um before you knew it she was handing you a fiver for putting the compost in the back of her car but i actually i got i got um internally promoted in being queued to working in the cash office which was that that wow. was an upgrade let's put it that way so um i i, I loved working in the cash office because i'd be handling bundles of thousand pound like thousand pounds of 20 pound notes at a time um 
and I'd be able to listen to the football on Saturday afternoon. I'd be listening to my radio in the cash office. It was great. I got called into the cash office once uh, to be sacked. Yeah, um, so uh, they there was a problem with thieving in, in Woolworths, right? And I got caught up in it. And I'll tell you how. I was starving. It was, it was, it was a late night stock take. It was about nine o'clock and I was so hungry. And they were just like, there was, it was a mess. The, 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 the room, the stock, stock room was an absolute mess. And the, the confectionery aisle, there was just chocolate everywhere. They're all over the place. And I was like, I'm starving. Boys, Woolworths is not going to miss one Twix. No one's going to see this. I'll feel nourished. I can work harder. I'm going to eat the Twix. So I eat the Twix. Think nothing of it. <laughs> The next week, I get called into the cash office with a manager and went, all right, we've, uh, we, we believe that you've been uh, taking uh, Woolworths property uh, and essentially stealing. I can't remember what their terminology was. And I went, well, of course I haven't. I went, well, we've, we've got it on CCTV. We've, we've got evidence. And I went, no, you ain't. And I went, because it just got to that point of denial, denial, denial. I went, all right, just play the tape. <laughs> I played the tape and I watched this grainy image of me looking down, picking up a Twix. I think it was literally off the floor. Eating it, and I was like, "All right, fine. For what happens now? Well, you, you can be sacked, aren't you?" I was like, All right, "Okay, good. That was that." Um, but other people got sacked for loads of stuff. Some people even got arrested. Like they were nicking pages and phones and and all kinds of stuff. I just had a Twix, so I think they let me off lightly. But yeah, um, so that was uh, that. That was those were my Woolworths days, really. Um, I, the better ones were. I went to work in Mothercare the next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Um, I'm not sure. Can we talk about next jobs or is... is uh, Go for it. Well, Mothercare, I, I moved to Mothercare because of the exact same reason as you. They paid the best. I was, they were in Marble Arch, so they got paid about £5.35 an hour, something like that. Uh, which was really good for for the time because I've been used to so such a low wage at Woolworths. Um, but they obviously knew about the firing for the Nick and the Twix, so I had to explain in my interview why how this had happened and stuff. And, and never to be, um, they they gave me a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care, did they? They just like they didn't care. What's he going to nick from Mothercare? And literally, there's there, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing you can nick from Mothercare unless you're after selling prams on the side hustle. But you just mentioned about tips um, in, because it's Mar- Marble Arch. Uh, a massive, it's like the flag, flagship mother, mother, mother care store in the UK. You get a lot of Arab, rich, rich Arab wives and, and Arab husbands. And when they would just 
just snatch up stuff at that that and and they'd end up with a pile the the size of a, 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 a giant man like giant haystack style pile of boxes and stuff and prams and obviously they couldn't manage it so you'd have to carry it down but the great thing about the arabs were that they would give ginormous tips talking like 50 quids sometimes 100 the, the money just was nothing to them it, they had so much it just meant nothing it was just it was just a device to get people to do what they needed them to do, which was fine. Um, but the problem is, is our boss had set up a camera at the at the, uh, the, the the area where they would come and load up their cars, and it was against the rules, against car, customer policy for them to for you to take any kind of um, uh, gratitude or or, uh, or tip. Um, but obviously, it was a lot of money. Um, but there was one time where because I didn't want to lose another job if you lose two jobs in retail by being sacked for doing the wrong thing <laughs> your career's over right so I did, didn't do it and the woman I remember once being traced chased around a, a car by a woman in a in a burqa in a jilbab literally her trying to get put money in my hand and I'm actually running away running around a, a massive uh, SUV that she had um yeah that was that was good I left that job but it was uh, it was a good it was it was a good year. I had a lot. I grew, I grew up a lot in that year. There were a lot of girls. You you talking about um, shoplifting brought back a memory we used to have at being cute. I didn't. I wasn't shoplifting. I mean, technically you were, but um, we we we, we could spend a long time <laughs> debating that. We've only got fifteen minutes. Um, okay. It brought back a memory of of the the codes at being cute that we used when there was a suspected thief in store <laughs> or a, or a shoplifter. So we had a code one fifty, which was a sus- suspected thief. So it it would be my favourite thing ever if on a Saturday I was on the shop floor, so I was just like helping customers, answering queries, that kind of thing. And over the over the um, public address system comes this is a staff announcement code one fifty in aisle thirty three or whatever. I would go into full detective mode. I'd be down that aisle. I'd be like, <laughs> I can imagine this. Firstly, I was just having a little peek around the corner. Little Pete sees down there, see see who the um, suspected thief was, and then I'd find a reason to be in there. I'd 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 want to know. I, I'd I'd like find the product that lives in that aisle, and have an excuse to go and put it back on the shelf, that kind of thing, so I could um, gather evidence. And then when things got really extreme, it was this is staff announcement code one hundred. Now code one hundred <laughs> meant. If you are on the shop floor and you're not with a customer, you run to the front of the store and you attempt to stop someone getting out with with goods. So I remember one time uh, the code 100 was called and I was upstairs in the in the staff canteen having my lunch break. And I thought, I'm not missing this for the world. So I ran downstairs <laughs> and there was this guy called Sonny who was probably about six foot four and just as wide. And I got to the front of the store and he was stood behind the tills with this lady, literally in his arms. She had one breast hanging out. <laughs> he'd, he'd somehow, in, in trying to stop her leaving, like she'd got herself into such a sort of state that she'd somehow fallen out of her clothes. <laughs> she had a breast hanging out and he had in his other hand a lawnmower. Like he was just holding in one hand the lawnmower. <laughs> She was just trying to make a run for it with a lawnmower. It was it was incredible. I lived Amazing. for those moments. Uh, I was so excited. The adrenaline. Well, yeah. 
and, and, and the thing is, is that the, the customers or the, the, the shoplifters, they think, oh, you're a busybody. What's it got to do with you? Like, it, you know how much money B&Q make? Yeah, exactly. It's not make. my money. But the thing is, it isn't your money, but the job is so boring that this is, you live and exactly. die for these moments. Exactly. Just to give you some relief. I'll tell you my one. Um, uh, we had uh, a shoplifter. No, no, someone had nicked a woman's badge. Uh, but bag, bag, right? It's full of our Christmas money. It was around Christmas time. And I saw it from the other side and I don't know what I was thinking, but I felt like I was some sort of like, it was like, I don't know, some sort of detective or, 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 or bodyguard. And I ran, bear in mind, I was very frail, very feminine looking young boy. And I leaped over the, the record desk and chased this kid <laughs> down the road, chased this kid down the road to get this money back. Uh, and I got it. He dropped, he dropped the bag and he carried on running and I returned Return to the store with her like money, hero. like an ah, oh, like a god, mate, not a hero, and a god. It was uh, a wonderful moment. God, God knows what would have happened if you would have turned around and stopped and going, right, well, you can take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not all, mate. So um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, there was a lot of good. I'm so many. I've got so yeah, many stories. I, I've about got work. to squeeze in one more. So I was I was serving this um, this builder once. We used to get a lot of builders coming in, as you'd imagine, building supplies in B and Q. Um, and I said, "Can I help you, sir?" And he looked at me with this, like, cheeky expression in his face and went, Sir, sir, no one calls me sir. They normally call me cunt. <laughs> and there was this little old couple behind him just didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to handle the situation. I went bright red. It was, uh-huh. oh, it was so funny. So many good memories of being here. I love that place. Yeah, I can't say that I didn't enjoy working oh. out. Oh. Our 15 minutes are I up. That. I hate that buzzer. <clears throat> All right, that good. Was that was good. good. What else have we got? You want to do one more? 